You are listening to KYRS Medical Lake Spokane 88.9 and 92.3 FM. This is Outspoken. We're back. I can't do it. <laughs> welcome, welcome Hi. back. It is a hot mess Sunday for this real. This is gonna though. be this is gonna be one of our better shows. I can feel it. I can already. feel it. I can yeah. feel it uh, from the get go. It's there. So <laughs> it's you know on your dial at one D. <laughs> on your dial at Wendy's at one D. Something one D is what you said. So <laughs> there you go, Sergey. Welcome Hi. back. This is exciting. I'm here. How was your and week? You're here. Um, my week was good, but extremely tiring. Is is what it was. Yours? Yes. As as well. <laughs> as well as. As well as. Okay. Yeah, that's how I'm feeling. Um, you and I did a thing this we week. We did do a thing, and it was fun. So that's all we'll say. No, we uh <laughs> we tried to do a relax, relaxing kind of. 30 minutes to yeah. to to wind down from our crazy week and we went and got facials we did and we blame because remember if you remember last week houston who is in studio again with us hi. um there he was hi uh houston was talking about getting his haircut mm-hmm. down at the the paul mitchell school and so we thought well why don't go. we go get facials yeah yeah let's go get facials so we did wednesday we got off of work we ran down and we got facials and it was it was an experience. It, it, it was. Um, Paul Mitchell School, uh, obviously they are students there. So there's there's two tiers. There's the tier one where they're, right. uh, this is probably their first day of class. Um, so, you know, run for your life. Or tier two where they're, <laughs> run about, for to, your life. they're about to graduate. Anyways. Um, Which tier were we? Can I, I ask? Because you don't, scheduled it. They didn't ask me, but the oh, pricing rude. was for tier two. So I was like, okay. Oh, pricing was for tier two? Yeah. So when they, when no, they told I me the price. No, I believe that mine was tier two. Yeah, mine was more like tier point seven. <laughs> Wait, um, that is that is generous. That is generous. Uh, <laughs> let's just, let's just talk about this because we sit down, we get in there. Um, I of course scheduled it for both of us. We sit down, and the first thing they do is interview us. Apparently, um, and I have well, a theory that they just stick an anonymous survey in there. They'll ask you those questions, and then like you they do your ask facial. you like your worst fear. Yeah. they ask you what your pain tolerance. They is. A- I was <laughs> they like, I'm getting a facial. Was. Yeah. I'm getting, what I, do you mean a pain tolerance? Are you gonna be? You're su- is this what acupuncture? Are you doing what, right? What the, what the heck? We're not. No, you're not yeah. getting near me with none of this. Uh, what is the? What do they do? Extractions? Uh, uh-uh, I don't. Oh do no, no 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 no. That's yeah. scary. No, and this is the best thing. So we're sitting there, and they're yeah. asking us, you know, are you claustrophobic? It was. It was like a psychological survey. It was. It was. It was a personality <laughs> and it's like three test. Three pages. In a way. It was three <laughs> pages long. Yeah, yeah. And it's in the middle because, like we mentioned, it's a school. It's in the middle of like a ton of people. Yes. Like it is a busy school. Like yeah. everybody's cutting hair and doing stuff. Yeah, 50 right? people around you. You're kind of sitting at a station. Absolutely. Right. So they, for some reason, decide. So I'm getting a deep pour facial because yeah. I, I look tore up. So <laughs> they're, they're like, no, you need help. Yeah. Um, so I'm like, that's totally cool. You, they decide. I need a seaweed treatment is yes. what they tell me. Because I come One in there and I'm you. like, hey, I want just the regular moisturizing. They're like, oh, no. No, it's you see, seaweed's seaweed. for you. So I, was I like, see right. you and it says seaweed, yeah. right? Well, here's the great thing. So we don't know where they're going to do the facial because it's yeah. a school. Where is it going to be? And so Sergey gets let off first into this, oh, look, into a dark area where he can relax. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah, beautiful uh, You know, music. listen to sounds of whales. Yeah. It's, yep. I see that Comfy happening. little table. Jonathan. Jonathan, here, follow me to, 
just the other side of 18 stylists doing hair. And then there's this table. It's the only one back there. Table. And you get, I feel like I'm in surgery. <laughs> you get on the table and I'm looking up and there's this huge bright light above my head. And I'm like, this is relaxing. <laughs> <laughs> and there's my guy who's really good. Shout out to like Shane. He did an amazing job. But I'm like, is it, um, is this supposed to be? A thing, yeah. It's just me, and I can hear the stylist talking to the people cutting their hair, and it's just me lying on a table awkwardly. Wow. It was so, like my, it was like a nightmare. So really, that did not, <laughs> did not relax you at all. I, I'm, no, I'm sorry. but I will tell you, my face looked amazing. Yeah, and it feels good. It no, my face did like it's been so soft. Yeah. But what's so great? It's because it's you and I. Yeah, we go up to the you know counter, we do all the you know pay for this, and then mm-hmm. we go out in the parking lot, and their whole front of their building is just windows. It's so they just can glass. Watch us. Yeah, they can <laughs> they, see us, and they we're can see there. us. And as we're demonstrating to each other how our facialists, estheticians, whatever you want to call them, uh, we're doing our thing because you walk out. My skin is beautiful and glowing. It's completely clean. And you I have white out. chunks in it. <laughs> everywhere. Like everywhere. You, you were Just, like a, a hot mess. I, <laughs> like your I'm ears not sure what still, she did to me. Your ears were still covered yeah. in whatever they were using And on here's you. the thing. Your all hair, of them, it was all oh, it was everywhere. Hair. It was white. And last I checked, seaweed is green. <laughs> so I think she put the wrong thing on me. <laughs> I'm, and she's just like, get it out. It got real crispy. Quick. She couldn't get it out of my beard. No, and, oh, it was, and it I'm was, so confused, it rough, and it's all over your face, time. and like, it's like you're such a mess. That I don't even know how to help you, <laughs> but I'm just staring at you, just being like, I can't, I can't, I gotta, I gotta run. Here's yeah. my other favorite thing. I'm all about. I have worked in spas before. Mm-hmm. I'm all about helping these people learn their craft, yeah. and I get a discount out of it. Everybody's happy. Right. So one of the best parts about getting a facial is they give you the arm massage or yes, they do the they scalp do. massage. Yeah. But at the same time, my guy needs to read instructions, which might be uncomfortable for some people, but you know, I know he's learning. Yeah. So I don't think there's any acid he's putting on my skin. I think I'm okay. And so he's <laughs> reading and he's supposed to be massaging my scalp and so he's preoccupied. So he's he's just got one finger, <laughs> one <laughs> finger on the top of my head, just kind of just petting, grazing. It's just, it, yeah. <laughs> just like I don't know. This is yeah, makes no, me feel weird. This is, this is, stop it! Stop <laughs> it! That's awesome. I know. See, at least you got a scalp massage. I got a good hand massage. That was um the the oh, whole you did. Before, yeah, yes, it was it was fun. nice. Uh, lots of good pressure. Um, not definitely not uh, not the light grazing you got. Right, a, a I felt like of there the should skin. have been a feather involved. <laughs> it was like a weird version of Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh wow, it, just, yeah. it got weird. Yeah, under <laughs> under a bright light. Mostly though, because people. my skin looked amazing. I give my guy Shane, you know, big thumbs up. Yeah. Because for the most part, we need to work on some technique. But he's really good with people, and he and my face did great looked amazing and i didn't look like half the product was still on me when i left thank you for that um and unlike you my face the next day uh she was she told me that the next day it would feel even better than it did that day and uh it was oilier than i had ever seen my skin I'm telling you, I that wow, that was that was not good. It was not good. I, I it did nothing. It did nothing. Right? It's so. hard. So uh, that's why I'm hoping tier one for you. I'm hoping that that was just a beginner. I, I, you know, I don't know. If that's if she was graduating sweet, but, in a I mean, month, come on. I think we need to be put out of public service. Yeah. Now, <laughs> now you know they're probably going to be listening to us right now. I know because I sort of also have a big mouth and told them that we would be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But Shane, maybe maybe wait until awesome. after a good experience. Shane was awesome. <laughs> I liked Shane. 
I'm just giving Good. some constructive yeah. criticism live on the air in front of thousands of people. What? Okay. What? Is that no. not weird? <laughs> I feel this like that's good. my that's my job. Yeah, it so, is. So other than that, I don't know if we have anything to check. Well, you up did on. something yesterday. What did, I, what did I do? Oh, I I went to the Tri Cities yesterday. That's something that is something. Right? I it it was it was with a a work event um for kids dig rigs. That was fun. Wow. It was, I know. Yeah, it was. They brought in these big monster trucks, these big like farming equipment, just a bunch of big rigs, and the kids went down to the park. They're I didn't know that many people lived in the Tri-Cities, but apparently they do. Uh, everyone and their mother came down to the park and uh, had a good time. So That's we just helped cool. host that. I feel like, so I grew up yeah. in Colorado, and that was just Saturday on my grandma's farm. That's just how that was. Oh, yeah. Breaks. Well, and they I got to feel like they got to ride monster trucks. should be a lot like that already. Well, yeah, you, you would think they got to ride monster trucks. They got to go inside the big dump truck back Did area. Did you get to do anything? I, no, I don't. Can I, I, I don't ask know. what does this have to do with this? The industry you are in. What is happening? Well, because they were sponsoring the event, so oh, we were volunteers. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. I'm yeah there. there you go. There you go. So, anyways, it was fun. Um, plus, uh, just just gonna say this: my my boss uh, is actually working in the Tri Cities. That's where he lives. So I got to make a good impression, and you know, I'm all about that. Yes. So, well, um, let's hope that. At least you waited till you washed your face. That's yeah. all we can say. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Go over there. So your boss lives in the Tri-Cities. Yeah, he does. Yeah. So in Pasco, and he bikes everywhere. So there you go. Oh, he's got to be your favorite person. He, he's pretty cool. Yeah, he's pretty um, cool. So does he... I'm confused. What? He's your boss, but he doesn't live in the town. So Yeah, well, because I'm part of the flute department. You know oh, how I... There's, yeah. I don't have a branch. I just kind of... You're just everywhere. Yeah, I'm just everywhere. So he's he's in charge of the people everywhere. And there's we have branches in the Tri-Cities and Wenatchee, so he's in charge of those people. Oh, yeah, I'm from that area. Yeah, exactly. So there you go. I didn't even know. Yeah. So you get around in your. Job. I get around. I, like I do get around. That's cool. So, so yeah, that's that. basically the excitement of our week. That's yeah. <laughs> Tri Cities oh. and a facial. We tried to throw wow. in something fun. We I've heard rumors of a spa in Post Falls that's good. So we're going to we'll be looking we'll into that. that we also want to. Well, I don't know about you, but I want to try float therapy. I hear good things about float therapy. I hear it's amazing, but yeah. I could see me freaking out. Yeah, at right. my stress level, right. you know. Yeah, <laughs> and then shut that door and I would scream. I could be in that moment. I could be. When I was a kid, I was very claustrophobic. Then as I get older, I get too lazy and tired. Yeah. And then I'm just plus, like, eh. I remember a thing about you. you don't like water or swimming. So claustrophobic. No. Plus oh. you would think there's a shark in that tank. <laughs> It and could happen. Wow. It All right. could happen. I don't think you don't know. I, don't know. I just watched a video that was supposed to be the happiest video ever, and it was a dog swimming in the ocean, and a dolphin was swimming <laughs> oh around gosh. it, and I was waiting for a shark to eat the dog. I was The whole time, I have anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> I know that they told me this is a happy video, but I don't trust it. You're in the open ocean. Well, like, yeah. That dog could die, and the dolphin could probably help. I just I don't trust anything in the ocean. Oh God, Houston, do you, do you have a fear of sharks and or a fear of anything? We're just we're we're, we're gonna go here. Uh, I don't think so. Could we Not say that, that with your history, sir, you should have a fear? Of you birds. should have a fear of all <laughs> insects because your angle will you blow up. up every time. <laughs> At, like when I think about it now, I don't think I have a a major fear. Really? Heights kind of weird me out, but they're not. They kind of weird me out. All right. It's not something like I'll still 
cross right. a bridge or look over an edge or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, then it's not much. Or do of both fear. at the same time. Do you're, both. Those. You're bad at the fear. You're you're bad at the fear. <laughs> you're bad you're, at fear. You know what? Like I am terrified of yeah. heights. I have bungee jumped, so yeah. I don't know if that's. <laughs> I, know. I yeah. skydive every weekend. I'm kind of I'm uncomfortable terrified. with it, but I do it anyway. All right. Um, oh. You know what? You know what? You're better at. I think you're better at music. So why don't we? Why don't? <laughs> why don't we do? Segway. Uh, <laughs> Segway. Why don't we Listen do a song break? Smooth. All right, this is going to be the Beach Boys, and this is uh, their song, Help Me Run. We are back with KYRS Medical Lake Spokane 88.1 and 92.3 FM, and this is Outspoken. Outspoken, and guess what? This is a segment that we get notes about all the time. People who say it's their favorite guest of the show. We know that we love him. We want to welcome back Outspoken's own sex therapist. He's a, a relationship therapist out of Manhattan. He is our favorite person. He's also author of the books Absolutely Shouldless, The Secret to Living the Stress-Free Life You Deserve, and Rational Relating, The Smart Way to Stay Sane in the Crazy World of Love. Both you can find on Amazon and wherever awesome books are sold. We want to welcome back to the program, Damon L. Jacobs. Hello, boys. Ah, there he is. Hey, I'm how... so happy to talk with you again. I know. Us We're excited too. to have it's you been, back. It's been a little extra while this time, but there's that voice we love. We had a little break, but we're all good. We're all taking care of ourselves. And yes. Coming back to take care of the rest of the world. That's there right. we go. We, exactly. we do that well. You do that a little better than, than us, but still, we're in it together. <laughs> Works for us. You guys are great. <laughs> well, first, let's start with how are you? We are in the middle of torrential rains. I think we have a break right now, but it's been crazy. How are you out, out your way, sir? Well, New York is great, except for the fact that some of us this week, with just these crazy weather changes, are experiencing some nasty allergy drip, oh, scratching, oh, yeah. congestion, dripping. And I'm not talking about the sexual kind. I'm talking about the <laughs> nose kind and the throat kind. Exactly. And just that other non-sexual stuff that's really annoying to deal with. Right. But that we kind of, you know, just have to cope with on a day-to-day basis. Yeah, exactly. And the, yeah. the interesting thing is, you know, we talk about STIs here on the show a lot. Yeah. And when we talk about STIs, we like, we're always like, oh, my God, I don't want to give somebody an STI. But I'm thinking, how many people on the subway are coughing on me and sneezing on me and giving me a cold right now? Exactly. And we just sort of accept that as a common part of everyday life. Right. And it's so not okay. Not okay. That's it's gross. It's so not okay, but we don't stigmatize it. Exactly. Exactly. The it's way just, we do with yeah. FBI. Because we, away. we act like, oh, that's just a normal part of life, but yeah. we still don't want to act like sex is a normal part of life. And it is. For real. Right, right. It's like, we, you know, we, we stigmatize that. We, we say, ooh, I don't want to be with him or I don't want to give anyone an STI. Right. But there's so many other things that are just part of life that are part right. of engaging with other human beings that put us at risk for various things. And so many Americans die every year of the flu. That's so true. Yeah, you sort of say that's too yeah. bad, but we don't stigmatize people for that. That's, yeah. And what a good well, That's such a point. good point. How I, many people share drinks? How many people yeah. don't wash their hands? How many people, you know, et cetera, and we don't yeah. stigmatize that. See, yeah. but that's why we wow. love our segment with you, sir. Let's talk about sex. And so let's get right in and talk about relationship and sex issues. So we're going to start with the first question. I recently broke up with my boyfriend after a few months of dating. On paper, we seemed perfect. All of the great places, uh, I'm sorry, all of the great pieces were there for a relationship, support, sex, caring about others' goals, sharing interests. In the end, my crazy life proved too busy and I barely had time. And when I did find breathing time, I just wanted to do what I wanted to do, do my own things. So I broke it off. 
but I feel guilty, like I made a selfish decision. If we were perfect, am I being ridiculous to throw it away just so I have freedom when I want it? Uh, when I do find a breather in my life, is this selfish? Sir, your mm. thoughts. <clears throat> so, you know, when I hear questions like this, this actually reminds me of a few questions that we've, we've talked about in previous segments. Mm-hmm. I feel like someone's almost asking for permission to just be honest with themselves and yeah. honest with other people. To be honest, to, to ask, they're asking for validation to say, right now, at this stage of your life, you don't want to be in a primary relationship. Right. You don't want to be. A, you don't want a boyfriend, and that's okay. It's okay to be single. It's right. okay to be a slut. It's okay to right. be a workaholic. These are all things that we do in maybe different stages of life. We need to go through these things. Right. What's not okay, or what can be hurtful, mm-hmm. is when you lead other people on, or you don't have integrity behind it. Right. Yeah. So I hear this guy, and especially in New York City, this is kind of like the story in New York City we hear everywhere. I'm too busy. Life right. is too crazy. I can't be in a relationship right now. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's, that's fine. Just don't pretend otherwise. It's, right. it's a matter of priorities. It's not that you can't. It's that you won't. And that's fine to say, I have other priorities right now. Even though this amazing guy is here, and we're supposedly perfect in every way. but. Right. Right now, a relationship is not on the top of your list of things to do, and that's fine. Right. What do you guys think? See, and what I hear, or what I, when I look at the question, I hear two things. Um, one, I hear fear, as if they're just afraid that you give something up means you'll never, it's never coming around again, or you'll never find the right guy in your future if you're not ready for it now. And the second one is your least favorite word is I hear uh, an echo of should, that he should be in this relationship, that he should, because it seems it ticks all the boxes and it, it works for whatever, you know, boundaries he sees that a relationship should be in. So I hear should and fear all in the same, in the same question. You've been reading my books. I love it. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> Now you've, you've got that, the should dog. Right? You, you can hear shoulds even when they're not being articulated. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's everywhere. The and should. I'm telling you, mm-hmm. everybody should read the books, too, because they're all good. But, <laughs> but that's true, though. The shoulds are what they're, they're like shackles, mm-hmm. really. They really are, and they can be hurtful. Like, in this case, if this person tried to maintain a relationship with someone who he just didn't really want to prioritize at this moment, he would be straining. He'd be like never feeling at peace, always going from one place to another, being himself, being in this relationship, probably giving the other person a lot of mixed messages. Right. And it could be really detrimental to both of them. And, right. and I think you, you said earlier, it's, I know as a therapist, there's a lot of long-term couples who have been together or known each other for like 20, 30 years, and sometimes those first few years, they weren't a primary couple. Maybe right. they were friends. Maybe they just knew each other. Maybe they were part of the same sports club or just sort of saw each other. But, you know, after a few years of being friends and maybe sometimes getting together for sex or whatever, mm-hmm. they started to realize, you know what? I actually really like to be around this person. I want to start to prioritize time and attention and presence with this person. So it didn't happen right away. It happened organically over time because there was a natural connection between these two people. And it didn't have to be forced, and it didn't have to be shoulded. It just right. kind of happened. 
See, and I have a feeling that if this person is really finding himself uh, attracted to this other person who is so-called perfect, that could very well be the, traje- the trajectory here as well. See, exactly. That's what I think. Sergey, wow. do you have yeah, a brilliant I mean, insight? A brilliant insight. No, I don't, I don't have anything too brilliant. I just, I, I mean, I just think that, uh, you know, the, the part where they think that they're making a selfish decision, I think that they should allow themselves to be that, you know, a little bit selfish. Uh, not because, you know, it's it's bad for the other person, but because it's good for you kind of thing. You know, put yourself first sometimes. And I think that priority in life uh, is important for uh, this listener. Uh, at least that's what I see from this question. Love it. Right. And it's interesting, right? So, yeah, like we, this guy seems like he's just trying to be really honest. Yeah. But he thinks that in order to be honest, he kind of has to think of himself as selfish. Right. Yeah. I prefer to ask people, is it selfish or are you being centered in self? Because hmm. huh. those are two very different things. I was going to say, yeah. explain, sir. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so it's selfish is saying, you know, me, 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 me. Nobody else's feelings matter. Um, you know, I'm number one no matter what. We might think of someone in our popular culture like, you know, maybe Madonna, who kind of maybe <laughs> personalized that. I don't know if she's really like that, but sort of embodies that spirit. Centered in self is when we begin by, you know, what we metaphorically say, putting on your own oxygen mask, making sure, how am I doing? Am I caring for my body, for my mind, for my spirit? Am I taking care of myself? Because if I don't take care of myself, and if I'm not being real about that, I'm not going to be able to take care of others. I'm not going to do a good job of being a partner, a friend, a husband, a coworker, a colleague, to anybody else, if I am not taking care of myself first Mm -hmm. and having my own oxygen mask on first that that's and it might yeah. be a subtle difference but mm-hmm. i think people can generally feel when it's one or the other right and like they always tell you when you're on that airplane and they say put it on basically if you don't put it on yourself first you're not worth anything to helping anybody else you right know? yeah you can't help the child next to you if you're passed out exactly mm-hmm. that's a really good i like that analogy yeah that's a good metaphor it brings it right in um so we're going to move on to the next question here uh this listener is asking Uh, I'm in an open relationship. We have been together for 20 years, and for 10 of those, we have played together and separately. It works for us. We recently moved to a more conservative town where we don't know a lot of people. If we mention it to new friends, we are met with a lot of judgment. Maybe we never learn the correct social etiquette, but how do we go about meeting others who don't mind an open couple? Do we stay open sexually, but less socially? What's the answer? I love this question because, you know what, what I'm hearing, we talk about integrity, I'm hearing a lot of integrity in this question, saying, you know, we've been together for a long time, we're honest with each other, we have integrity, we have an open relationship, Uh, but now our situation has changed and the environment we live in is not as conducive to expressing that. Right. Right. Um, You know, the first thing I would wonder, and and the readers, um, the writer of this question is not inferring it, but the first thing I would ask as a therapist is, is there any way... Being open could put you in any jeopardy, right? physically, um, academically, occupationally, financially. Are there any consequences to being open that could be detrimental to you or your partner? Um, It's not always the case, and I think it's less and less the case in 2016, but we all know there's parts of the country and parts of the world where Mm -hmm. if you're open about your status um, with your boyfriend, I mean, we're open, there could be some pretty nasty consequences. Right. But assuming that's not the case, 
because the, the, the writer's not saying it. Assuming that's not the case here, and what they're really just dealing with is sexual rejection or, or you know, some, some uh, raised eyebrows and shoulds coming their way, I think there's a lot of ways that couples can express what they want and who they are, and again, it comes back to this thing, the word we always use is integrity. And having integrity in how you go about asking for what you want from your sexual partner. When it comes to an open couple looking for someone who's open to that, to playing with one or with both of them, there's, um, you know, I know on Scruff, it's really, they give you an option to share that. I am in a relationship and I play with my partner or I am in a relationship and sometimes I play with my partner and sometimes I don't. Right. I'm not as secure with um, other dating apps like Jack or Grinder and how they navigate it, but I'm pretty sure most dating sites have an option for you to say, I, I do have a primary partner and we do play together or separately. Right. And, um, or if you're using Craigslist or something like that, you just put it right out there. This is who we are. These yeah. are our pictures. This is what we would want. So there's no, uh, there's none of this, decept- there's none of this like confusion. There's none of this, uh oh, what if we like this guy and he rejects us? It's just like put it out front and center. And that way you do filter out some people who may be uncomfortable with that. Right. But you also filter through the people who are of a certain quality who can really honor this part of your life and your right. your mm-hmm. connection with another person. Sure. Yeah. What do you guys think? And I, I get and because I narrow in on things so much, my brain just goes. I'm curious by the part of the question that talks about social etiquette. Because uh, and I know we don't know what they're referring to, but it does make me wonder what is it that you're worried about or where. You know, when it comes to sex, I think, especially as we become more open, we do have those questions like how, especially, I mean, they're coming they, uh, apparently from a more open city. They're coming to a more conservative. What do you think the safe, do you think the safe way to begin meeting people is to go through the apps because at least everybody's there, you know, kind of open, you know, to sexual things that are out there, whether they're into this or not. I mean, where is the safe place for a couple like this? who's in a new conservative place, to begin to find others. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Where do you think the safety comes in? Well, again, it really I, I want to know what the stakes are as far right. as what's safe or not. If there is a safety issue, um, they might really have to be more careful with how right. they go about this. If it's just a matter of like, hey, you know, when we lived in San Francisco, we could go to any bar or club and meet anybody right. who wanted to do it. Right. And now we're living more in, um, you know, like a part of Nevada that's a smaller town. And, you know, we don't quite get the same, you know, we get we, we meet lots of gay people, but they're just not really tuned into this whole open relationship right. thing. That's one thing. Right. right. I would be concerned if they were living in an area where they could be put at any risk sure. right. for being yeah. out about right. being open. Right. And that would really be, I'd ask them to, to assess that. Um, it, is a, it, it can be a really hard adjustment to move to a really open city, to a more conservative area. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are ways to do it, and there are ways to navigate it. Right. I um, mean, and those ways have been navigated forever. I, I recently ran into someone who told me that that was a, a new phenomenon, and I wanted to remind them that they're, back in the 70s or the 50s, through the 70s, we just called them key parties. Uh, you know, where, where couples would get together, a lot of times married heterosexual couples, you throw your keys in in the basket at the beginning, and whoever's keys you get at the end, that's who you go home with. It's not like this is new. You know, right. we, may have, we may have not heard of it, or we may 
have in our brains decided it was something different. But the fact is, uh, you know, if you're if you try to throw a moralistic thing, it's not. It's just uh, so I respect the whole social etiquette part of the question. I get it, you know, and we can't fool ourselves to think that, you know, this hasn't had to be navigated prior to the Internet or prior to yeah. cell phones. Yeah. You know, it's a uh, it's a part of our sexuality that that, you know, that some people mm-hmm. choose to explore. And that's just part of life. And once I think you live in a town a while, you get a better sense of what kind of places you can go to where people may be right. more open yeah. to this. Yeah. Right? So let's say, you know, the Eagle is an example of a place that a lot of major cities have where yeah. you can be relatively sure, not completely, but relatively sure that right. you're going to meet people at the Eagle that are mm-hmm. open to alternative sexual expression. Right. Because that's just kind of the crowd the Eagle draws. You're yes. usually not going to get people that are totally freaked out and scared and run the other direction if they find out you're in an open relationship. Right. But if you go to, you know, a more sort of, quote, mainstream gay club or bar in a conservative town, you may be encountering people who are less exposed to these ideas and less knowledgeable about what it means to be in an open relationship. And they may have only heard pejorative words used to describe that um, and to understand how sexuality works with multiple partners. They may not have a framework for understanding how that can be done with integrity, with love, with respect, with honor. So it's sensing that out, too, which I think everybody who lives in a conservative town has to do to some extent. Way before the Internet, you know, yeah, gay people yeah. had to do this, you know, when it was like really, really, really at risk and your, your safety could be endangered for being gay, which it still can be in many areas. Right. You know, you really had to feel it out. And I know in Spokane, Washington, you guys have to, I'm sure you know that there's places that if you say certain things, people will get freaked out, yeah, right? Absolutely. There's certain places Definitely. you could go where there's a lot more open acceptance. Absolutely. Exactly. Yeah. Just kind of know the atmosphere of the area. Now, one of our listeners right now uh, kind of wanted to ask a follow-up question on this, and it, it, it pertains to being in an open relationship. And they just sure. want to know, um, how, at what point, you know, is it okay to proceed with a, uh, you know, with somebody who's in an open relationship? How do they know that it is okay with their partner and they're not just, you know, lying about it? Is it a screenshot or just taking the person's uh, word for it? Or what can they do? It really depends on how much you want to investigate this. I don't typically, I personally don't get too deep into it, especially if it's a casual hookup situation. Right. Uh, you know, it, it depends. If you want to get emotionally intimate with this person and you really see a, a, a connection and future with them, then it's probably a good idea to get some sort of verification or evidence that this relationship is, in fact, open and that there is reciprocity on both sides. Uh but if you're just looking to hook up with someone and they tell you straight out, hey, yeah, I've got a husband and we have an agreement, mm-hmm. I don't really know how much investigation you can do right. at those points, short of saying, let me call and get his, you know, his approval right now. <laughs> yeah. That might be a little bit hard to do, logistically. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, you know, trust your instincts, too. Right. If you feel like someone's lying to you, if you feel like someone's giving you a line and you just cannot get into it, you know, maybe yeah. it's better not to do it. Yeah, if that's pinging the radar there, then yeah. But I also, I th- I agree with you too. I mean, it, the responsibility for the most part, I think, uh, lies on the part the of partner. the partner. Yeah. And if it's mm-hmm. just a fling, you know, if it's just that, then that, I mean, 
that really relies on his integrity. Now, and I agree, if it's going to be more, then that really does weigh heavy on you if you want more out of it. And then, yeah, that's a perfect time to be like, okay, how much of myself can I risk here? Uh, you have to know where the, where the, the pieces lie. Right. Yeah. And a lot of times in those situations, if, if it's a casual hookup, the husband might be right there. Yeah, right. that's yeah. true. They could play up. together. Exactly. Yeah. Or, yeah. yeah. Okay, so we're going to move on to the next question. Yeah. Uh, my boyfriend loves to grow out his beard, and he's quite proud of it, but I really don't like it that much. How should I let him know that I'd rather see him clean-shaven? Ooh. Okay, and so this is great, because this comes up a lot, especially with the uh, advancement of scruff and uh, guys feeling more proud of their body hair, which I think is really a good thing for our entire world, in my opinion. Hallelujah. Um, But yeah, okay, so what if there's a difference in preferences? First of all, I'd say to this reader or this caller, please don't should, because if you should him, you're probably going to get the opposite result of what you're asking for. Right. So let's not think about this in a framework of shoulds, or I, I could go a little bit into this about what I call the dead, the D-E-A-D-S of any relationship. It's an acronym that stands for demands, expectations, attachments, disappointments, and shoulds. Mm. That when we infuse our relationships with demands, expectations, attachments, demands, and shoulds, we generally kill the relationship. That's why I call it the yeah. dead of any relationship. Right, okay. And if you think about what people often describe as this euphoric, wonderful ride that people have when they first meet someone and they first go out on dates and they first get to know them, what's really happening? We're often just in this place of getting to know somebody yeah. and being present and not judging them at those moments. Yeah. Right? And that's why it feels so good just to be with them, because you're not judging them, and you're not making demands and expectations of them. You're not shitting them. You're just getting to know them as a human being and enjoying them. Right. Now, that being said, I'm all for HIPS. (laughs) And HIPS is an acronym that stands for (laughs) Hopes, Intentions, Preferences, Suggestions. Hopes, Intentions, It is perfectly fine Mm -hmm. to have hopes, intentions, preferences, and suggestions that my partner trim his beard. That's cool. Right. That's totally fine. These are preferences. These are not ultimatums. These sure. are not should. Right. So how does but, how does someone talk about that? How do you communicate a preference versus a should? Okay. I would use what we call the criticism sandwich in couples therapy, <laughs> which is a three-part thing. One, honey, you are so hot. Honey, I love you. I love our being together. I love our sex. This is really, really great. Two. I really would prefer if you trim that beard. It would actually make me feel closer to you and want to kiss you more and be with you more if you get rid of the beard. That would be my preference. Three, I still really love you, and I'm so glad we're together, and I'm not telling you what to do. I just really hope you'll consider this preference. Boom, there you go. Ooh, see, I like You've given him an option, Hmm. and you've given him an option in a framework of love, respect, and appreciation. Exactly. And that, that is how I would go about it. And that's communication right there. That's yeah. good communication. Which we talk right there. about all the no. time that the thing that most relationships, especially if we're having trouble, mm-hmm. communication, you have to make sure it doesn't break down. First of all, I feel like everybody should have taken notes. Yeah, that over would help. the last because yeah. I'm like, <laughs> oh, that's good. All these acronyms, I know, relationship sandwich. Yeah. I need to hang it on my fridge because yeah, I right, need right. reminders. Yeah. <laughs> 
So think about it. that as opposed to, you should get rid of that thing. Yeah, yeah. How much, what kind of response do you think you're going to get if you say to your partner, right? get rid of that thing? I know. You, yeah, you'll probably he'll probably say no. I mean, we tell Kurt I'll all the time no. to please yeah. stop trying to grow a beard, and he don't listen to us. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently, that's the wrong approach. So we're gonna have to we're, we're gonna have to work on that. Yeah. No, but I love it. I also think that's a great question because it's just basic communication time, mm -hmm. you know. And we get into these lots of in-depth questions, which all relationships have some. But I like that this is your this is your daily maintenance of communication you just need to have, you know, yeah. when it comes yeah. to things like that. Absolutely. And now, is there a compromise here? Ah, is there yeah. a middle ground? Right. Could it be like I don't know how long this guy is letting his beard grow? Right. Is it is it okay if he just lets it grow a little bit? Or maybe there's certain times of the year that he prefers to have a beard. Maybe right. he'll agree, you know what, in the summertime I'll go clean-shaven, but uh, coming November I want to grow right, it. Right. Or beard December I want to grow it. And maybe that'll be the compromise. I don't know. Right. But there, there is a way to find the middle ground, too. Oh, I'm so curious. I want this person to write back. I know. I, I want to I I I hear a follow-up. I want to know what that works. Now, speaking of compromise, our next question uh, sounds like it's going to deal with a lot of that. Uh, here it mm -hmm. goes. My partner has cats and I have a dog. We're looking to move in together soon, but the pet situation is a bit tough for us. While the cats and dogs would get along, the real problem is that I can't stand cats and he isn't a big fan of dogs either. We put up with each other's pets when we visit each other, but now that we're moving in, it's not temporary anymore. Neither one of us wants to give up our furry pals. How do we begin to compromise? Okay. <laughs> I'm going to say something you don't usually hear me say. Ooh. I'm going to put. I'm going to say it here because sometimes it just. This is my instinct here, and I, I, I. If I'm wrong, I really want this person to tell me. But I'm. I'm calling bull on something here. Something yes. to me is not ringing true, and it's not that I'm calling him a liar. I'm just saying right. that there's there's an issue here that I think is not being articulated. Yeah. Because if you have a partner and you have gone the distance of being together with this person and deciding to move in together. And work to get to that point, and now suddenly the cats mm -hmm. and the dogs are the problem. I think there's a deeper problem. I think yeah. there's a deeper fear. I think there's a reluctance. I think something more is coming up, and I don't know what that something more is. But I just feel like there's something much more going on than this. See, so the cats and dogs in this situation you see are an excuse or just a way to get out of the moving in. I think perhaps this person okay. is having some right. panic about moving in with this person and sharing um, his life and his cats and his dogs and merging their families together. Because uh, there's ways to do this. Yes. You know, mm -hmm. you, you didn't just meet this person yesterday. You yes. know he has cats. Yes. And the other person knew he has dogs. Exactly. So this isn't like this just fell on you, you know, this morning. You can get over. I mean, you can get through this, and yeah. and if you really want to be with this person, I'm you know sad to say these cats and dogs are not going to live forever. It's right? quite possible this relationship is going to outlive the cats and the dogs. Yeah. But at worst, this could be an inconvenience, or you know, exactly. uh, something that's difficult to manage, but but temporary in the course of the relationship. Yeah. This is not really an issue that would would be used to sever a, a partnership unless you want it to be. 
Exactly. Oh, See, look at that. the first thought in my head was way more harsh, but all I kept thinking was, <laughs> if you if you love each other, and want to move it, put your big boy pants on. I mean, this, yeah, this with seems the, with the like pants. a, a yeah. workable situation. Yeah. Cry me a river, <laughs> and which is rude, and I admit, but yeah, it made me go. Something's not not mm. good here. Mm. They can't be just dogs and cats. I mean, it just doesn't seem seem enough to me. Sorry. That's, yeah. <laughs> it's not that well there's something more and i think there's i think you're feeling it too i mean yeah. there's just something oh, yeah. fear yeah. going on and and it's so natural to experience panic and fear and terror before moving in with someone yeah and usually what gets articulated when we get sort of below the surface fears is like if this person really knows me if he lives with me if he sees me in the morning if he sees me at night if right. i'm sharing a bathroom with him he's yeah. not gonna love me anymore right if he really got to know me, he yeah. wouldn't love me anymore. And that's generally the fear that I hear articulated when two people are moving in together, and I suspect might be going on here as well. Right. Hmm. It is that, It is that you know, fear of someone peeking behind the curtain and seeing Well, and it's vulnerable, you really too. You, yeah. have to be, you have to be yourself and open, yeah. and there's no, no more hiding. They're going to see you when yeah. you're grumpy, because that's my biggest thing when I'm when dating. Is like I, mm-hmm. I put myself on my best behavior <laughs> as long as it takes, <laughs> and then if we move in together, they're going to see when I get, let's be honest, bitchy about life, and that happens. <laughs> so, you it know. does now. Yeah. I know. What? No, I'm perfect. That's right. And I know, and I think we all have a lot of fears yep. about about that aspect, that you're going to really see me. Not You know, mm-hmm. you could have had the most vulnerable moments through dating, but for some reason you always think you're holding something that they, they will hate. What right. is wrong with us? <laughs> right. Well, we're afraid, and that's okay. Fear is a natural part of this. And fear, mm-hmm. as, you, as you said earlier, fear is part of being vulnerable. And it's terrifying to be vulnerable to another person. Yeah. So we can honor that, and mm-hmm. we can respect that, but let's not um, put pink icing on a bull cake yes. by right. saying it's about the cat. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah, and I think you're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's time to look and say what is really, what am I really worried Dig about? Dig deep on this one, yeah. 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 See? Okay. Oh, I love mm-hmm. it. Um, now, those are our questions, but I have, you know, because I could talk, you know, for hours. But I have a question for you, sir. As you, you know, this is your life. This is, you know, you're helping people with their relationships as as part of what you do uh, mm-hmm. for life. Do you see over the years, has there been trends where certain certain issues seem to be more common and then they go away and then there's certain issues that are, are more common now than when you started? Do you see trends like that when you're, when you're helping people? Well, that's a, such a great question, and yes, absolutely, but the trends are often related to, at least in my work, what's been happening as far as HIV and AIDS and then treatment and PrEP, right? and yeah. often politically, now that marriage is an option, um, yeah. which is politically a wonderful legal advantage, but emotionally and romantically not always mm-hmm. the right. most conducive to happy relationships. Mm-hmm. So when I first started working in the field 20 years ago, a lot of my clients were people living with HIV who just began taking the meds that just became available. And they often had lived their lives as if they were going to die. And they had maxed out all their credit cards and had no job and, I mean, had lost so many of their friends traumatically and never expected to live. And suddenly, they were living. 
they were taking these meds, and they were kind of given a second lease on life. And it was this mixed blessing of, oh, my God, I get to live, and uh-oh, I get to live. Right. And that was so much of the work I did the first few years of my uh, profession, was just helping people transition and adjust wow. to this, this radical shift in thinking mm-hmm. in the late 1990s. Sure, right. And now with PrEP, and we have negative people starting to realize, if I use this pill daily, I will not get HIV, so right. I don't have to be afraid anymore. Yeah. And what does that mean for my life? What does that mean for my relationship? Some people have gotten into primary relationships, partly because they wanted to, and partly because they thought it was a way to stay safe from HIV. Exactly. And now that they're realizing they can stay safe from HIV without being in a primary relationship, they're starting to question, why am I still in this relationship? Right, right. And that's a trend that I'm seeing huh. coming up from time to time. Wow. That's fascinating. It is. Yeah. It's yeah. weird. Well, you know what's funny about that? So I was thinking the other day, so I am, I am also on PrEP, started back in January, and what I've noticed is... I am more, I, I have played, I'm a good preacher's kid. My daddy was a Baptist preacher. I have played that role for so long. And what I have realized is I am now allowing myself to explore, to be more open because of this drug. But it, cha- it puts your life on its head if that's not how you've ever operated. And it's a, it's a really, it's a mind trip. I'll tell you. So I bet that comes up a great deal because there is empowerment in this amazing, you know, new tool that we have. It is. It's an amazing technology. And and when we speak about it medically, we don't usually, or at least most doctors don't usually take into consideration the emotional and psychological effects. Right. It was the same thing when the treatment drugs came out 20 years ago. Yeah. There wasn't a lot of interest or, you know, there just wasn't a lot of attention on the medical side to what the emotional side effects would be of this life saving, changing medications that were available. Mm, And I think with PrEP, we're also seeing kind of this new lease on life, this total shift in perception, which is having an emotional impact in many, many ways. And a lot of times it's a great, it's a wonderful emotional impact. Right. And for some folks, it's a little, it's a little confusing about what to do with this and Mm -hmm. what this means for them. Well, and I still think also as a society, we're still, there still seems to be this conversation on if we, I mean, we're, I think we're farther along than we were, but there's still this conversation on, wait, how do I morally look at this situation with this prep drug? I still see that conversation happening. I still get those questions. Um, And so I think we're still, as a society, they're still trying to figure out how do I feel about this and how should I feel? It's there's the should again. But I see that right. that's and happening it, a lot, too. And there's no coincidence there that when we talk about morality, that's when we get into should. Yes. Because PrEP is about medicine. It's not yeah. about morality. It's about right. medicine. Right. Exactly. But morality Absolutely. gets infused into it, and then you've got shoulds, and then you've got finger-pointing, and then you've got people calling each other horrible names on the Internet yeah. Yeah. and trying to make people feel bad about taking yeah. a pill to prevent HIV. Right. Not unlike what women went through in the 1960s when they began using birth control pills to prevent unwanted pregnancy. Exactly. It's a very similar dynamic. Yes, very. Hmm. Oh, see, I think it's, we're it's just going to fly to Manhattan because we all need to go to coffee because I think we could just talk <laughs> and talk and talk. I love you guys. It's I got to get up to Spokane at some point. You, you please do. do. We Absolutely. would love that. Yeah. Let's just do a. We'll do an exchange program. We'll go there for a week. You come here for a week. It'll be perfect.
Make sure it's okay, not the same week. Cool. Yeah, that would be that would be. Weird. That would, that would, yeah. uh, but I do want to remind everybody if you are uh, if you just tuned in at the last part of that segment, we have Outspoken's very own sex therapist, Damon L. Jacobs. He is author of the books Absolutely Shouldless and Rational Relating. That is both of those are available on Amazon or where great books are sold. Uh, and guess what? He comes back every month to share his advice with you on your relationship questions. You can send questions to us all throughout the month. And we'll pick the, the top of the crop and, and let Damon set him loose all over your questions. So there we go. That's right. <laughs> I oh, love and it. by the way, the next time we talk, guys, Jonathan, yes. I'm going to tell you something that's going to drive you crazy. The oh, next no. time we talk, yes. I will have seen the great, the one, the only Dolly Parton <gasps> concert. She's coming to New York June 25th, and I'm there, Gay Pride Weekend. I am dying. And I will give you a full report. Oh, okay. I am I am dying right now. <laughs> I am so jealous, and I cannot wait to hear how amazing she is. Oh, my God. I'm excited. I just killed oh, the boys yeah. I will in the give studio. her your full blessing. I will talk to her about our show and the questions and try to get her to come on. Do it. Do it. Oh, Damon, That's you awesome. just get more yeah, and more awesome. listen or hear wow. me, but I'll be saying it during the hey, whole show. Hey, I yeah. feel it. I feel you it. just made Jonathan's day. You did. I just, wow. I, I love this. This yeah. is the happiest The moment. energy is through the roof. I love it. <laughs> well, David, thank you so much for spending another Sunday with the boys. We love you to death, and we'll see you in, in just a few short weeks. Wonderful. Okay. Thanks, guys. Thanks thank, so much. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good Manhattan Sunday. You, thank you. I will. <laughs> <laughs> Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. And that was Damon L. Jacobs. He is our relationship and sex therapist. And he's from Manhattan where he has his practice. And he is nice enough to join the boys mm-hmm. every month for Let's Talk About Sex. Let's um, do it. And we so, did. That we did. And that we, was fun. And I'm going to have a moment sex. now so I can breathe because okay. he's going to see Dolly Parton. Well, you know what? For this, me. for this moment, we're going to take a song break while you go and uh, fangirl out there and cry <laughs> in the hallway. <laughs> Um, this is going to be a song called No Words by Eric Hassel. You are listening to KYRS Medical Lake Spokane, 88.1 and 92.3 FM, and this is Outspoken. And Outspoken receives support from Nine Bar and Bistro, featuring a full bar, food menu, and trivia on Thursday nights. Located at 232 West Sprague Avenue, more information is available at 509-747-1621. Outspoken receives support from the Unitarian Universalist Church of Spokane, serving the community with a non-dogmatic religious environment, welcoming all people, regardless of race, sexual orientation, gender identity, or physical ability. Information online at uuspokane.org or 509-325-6383. Outspoken receives support from Northwest Fair Housing Alliance, a local nonprofit that provides education, counseling, and advocacy to help eliminate housing discrimination and ensure equal housing opportunity. Information available at 1-800-200-FAIR and online at nwfairhouse.org. Outspoken is funded in part by the Pride Foundation. For more information, visit pridefoundation.org. You know, I love that we do that because that takes, what, a whole two minutes maybe? Um, right. And on a regular station, and I was listening to that uh, this week, you'll get two songs, 30 minutes of a commercial, two yes. songs, 30 And it's just so, so much. It's, it's a lot of ad work and ad space that, you know, is yeah. taking up space that could be music or talk or creative and and when i'm driving i want to hear if i'm listening to a music station i want to hear music while i'm driving exactly all of a sudden you're like oh i'm already there and all i listen to is commercials yeah you can do an entire trip and just listen to commercials that's a thing what a good you know what what a good reason to support 
Outspoken. Outspoken NKYRS. Beautiful. Well done, sir. I know. So we're going to be talking to uh, the host of Mod Couples uh, here in just a second. And Mod Couples uh, is kind of a, a little twist on... Um, like the newlywed like newlywed game. game. Yeah, exactly. You don't have to be married. No, exactly. But you do have but to have been you... together for a little while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. you're just a couple, and yeah. it's it's basically how well you know each other. So this it's is going to be fun, interesting. And they tend to take, and th- th- like they say in their tagline, it's gay, straight, bi, um, trans, trans, all, and of, all the of the above. above mm-hmm. Is their their tagline for it? And it is fun because they tend to take one couple from that group, yeah. and then a celebrity couple right. as well, and and do it that way. Someone who has you know some form of celebrity. Uh, I find that fascinating. Yeah. We watched a couple of these episodes, actually. They were kind of fun. I like them. Know. So yeah. we watched them on. Uh, so we're they're nice enough, and so we got. I think we watched a couple episodes, mm-hmm. but I think their whole first season is is out on Hulu. Yeah, and you can check it out on YouTube as well. Actually, yeah, yeah. So, so it's it's not hard to find. They're fun. Um, it's a nice show. I like the concept. Um, it, and I the guests, like the guests can be they real should come fun. on our show and give us those questions. Yeah, th- exactly. Well, Jonathan, let's practice. Do you even know anything about me? Nothing. Hello, what's my favorite color? It's, it's, <laughs> See, what's my favorite animal, Jonathan? <laughs> I don't know. What's my favorite food? All of it, I'm just going to say me. Me. <laughs> what's my me. favorite color? Me. Me. What's my Myself. favorite animal? Me. I am. <laughs> You're right. No, I thought about this this yeah. morning. And I'm I was like, like I, mm-hmm. don't, I don't even know. I know what your favorite color is. How do I trust It's red. Him. I know because I say it a lot. Yeah, well, and I also know. you wear it a lot. We, <laughs> it's true. So, and you are and less your favorite divulgent. food is pasta. It's true. And your favorite animal is either dolphins or um, <laughs> something else. Real queeny though. <laughs> a peacock. Something else. Real queeny. That's awesome. I know more I about, you than you about, know about the, I have learned about that. I now I learned how you see me. There you go. It's true. No, I what I learned is yeah. I don't even know him. Yeah, I trust him. That exactly. Um, you know what? I know you're from Russia. Well, I know that you were born in Kyrgyzstan. I know good. that you moved to the U.S. at three years old. Two and a half. So, fine. <laughs> wow. You don't even know basic uh, stuff about me. <laughs> I knew you. Li- I knew I you were born in Colorado. Uh, yeah. No, See? I wasn't. You weren't. <laughs> nope. You I lived grew in Colorado. Up there. there you go. You were born, born in Wenatchee. Nope. Not Where were you born? Either. Tacoma. Oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. See, don't even talk to me. No. What city was I born in? Kyrgyzstan. That's, not, that's a country. <laughs> it's a, I knew your you country. You were born in Kyrgyzstan, Kyrgyzstan. Oh, all it's right. amazing. All right. <laughs> I think Washington. I'm like Russia. Do they have cities? Yeah. Well, Moscow. That's okay. Right? No. It's all right. Crimea. Crimea. But that's, that's not that's, in that's, Kyrgyzstan. That's, that's in an area. That's your, a, Ukraine. That's a um, <laughs> peninsula. The show is over now. <laughs> wow. I can't believe we don't know anything about each other. We're going to have to go through we this because this. some of these questions, well, some of the questions are really inappropriate. We never answer. Oh, look at you. And I know you are a Scorpio or Virgo. <laughs> ne- neither. Uh, what are you? I'm close to Virgo. I'm a Libra. Oh. So right. basically, we could not go on this game no, show because no, we would no, fail. No. We would fail. Miserably. You know what? The only thing we would do well at is there is a, a, a the first round yeah. is couple speak. Oh, and oh, we 100%. do have our very own language. We do. We could <laughs> we could get that. So I down. might not know who the heck you are, but I can yeah. talk to you. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I mean, we'd be like, hey, Kurt's sister. Right. You'd know what is it? <laughs> yeah, doorknob. There we go. Look yes! at that. Made it. <laughs> we got this. It's our favorite yeah. ever. We <laughs> yeah. could tell just stories of, of the crazy things oh, gosh. we've learned oh, yeah. just from yeah. hanging out. But that's so, it. 
<laughs> as far as your personal life, meh. Nah, you know. <laughs> there you go. That's a snippet of the right. show in essence. There you go. <laughs> Done. You're welcome. Uh, I think we should take a song break and while we wait for them to call in. And when uh, <laughs> we come back from the song break, they will be uh, on the air. So this is called Do You Think I'm Sexy by Rod Stewart. Uh <laughs> And then Trump might be president, and everyone can look back on the right. episode. You Welcome are back, back. With KYRS, Medical Lake Spokane, 88.1 and 92.3 FM, and this, this is Outspoken. And that's what happens when Sergey accidentally turns the microphone up on the phone call before <laughs> Although now I want to know what I, happens. Here's when the thing. I've president. never, I didn't, I, <laughs> I didn't think that guests talked while we were listening to music, but now we know they, no, do. they do. You act like what? They just don't exist when they're... <laughs> <laughs> what do you do on hold like music? What do you do? What do you know. do on hold music? Do you talk? You don't want to know what I do with oh, hold well, music. You okay. don't want to know. First of all, let me back to the show, boys. That's back okay. to the show. <laughs> you heard Sergey and I do our version of how much they should never let us on the show, Mod Couples, because we don't know anything about each other at all. But we do want to bring on two people who do know a lot about this new game show. We want to welcome David Milburn and Olivia Harewood. They are hosts of the new Here TV Couples game show called Mod Couples. And we're bringing them here today to talk more about this fun, exciting show. Welcome to Outspoken, David and Olivia. Hey, you guys. Hey. Hey. Okay, so I felt like for a minute we should just keep your mics on. And just listen to what you guys talk about. (laughs) (laughs) What do you mean you guys wouldn't be on our show? You know? Yeah, it would be a train wreck. If you want (laughs) guaranteed losers, we're there. We're there. We just tried it with each other. We don't know each other's favorite color or food. Well, Jonathan likes pasta, so there you go. Yeah, we know that We know that that But there's no pillow talk between the two of you guys? Yeah, yeah, what? No. You know. (laughs) It depends on what road trip we're on. Yeah, when you live a a mile across, you know. But let's start, you two lovely people. Let's begin for, you know, Sergey and I have had the, the privilege of watching some of these shows. Let's tell our listeners who have just heard about Mod Couples, what is this whole crazy game show about? Well, it's, it's really kind of fun. It, it, it pits a straight couple against a gay couple in couple speak to find out who knows their partner best. That's where the gay couple it's intense, guys. Yes. It's high stakes. It, it <laughs> is high stakes. It's a fight to the death. Yeah. I was going to say, or it can create a fight to the death when you leave going, you know nothing about yeah, me. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Well, you well, guys well, have, what's really yeah. funny is it's kind of like the, the show is constructed um, like being a fly on the wall inside mm-hmm. that bedroom, you know, where you hear that intimate pillow talk because it's all exposed and exactly. Olivia and I get it out of these folks. So it's really fun. It is a lot of fun. It's it, you know you have interesting games and uh, questions on there that none of us I had never heard of and right. you know even thought about. I was like, well, what do you know? I know nothing about my partner. You know, I would not mm. be able to answer what. How did right? you come, how did you come up That's, with these you ideas? You only learn who you are on a game show. It's, yeah, all couples <laughs> should be required to go on mod couples before they commit to right. one another. Right, I think that. that's true. And also, I, we have a, a point of the show where we have a kiss off, and Olivia and I yes. judge which kiss is hotter—the straight kiss or the right. gay kiss. Right, and that is really difficult to do because you know those straight people—they know how to kiss. You yeah. know. 
Yeah, but I'm they not. Do t- all right. It they is like it my favorite part of the show, and it's horrible because I forget what I'm doing. I'm like, oh, yeah. that, that yeah, those like, people. Oh, wow, got they're this. going at it. They <laughs> well, got this right. Isn't it fun? It's voyeurism. <laughs> yeah, it, it like, right is. There. Like we're watching them, and you're watching us. Yeah, exactly. but I always think it's it, it, it's important to have straight couples because they produce gay couples. They I mean, do. they they produce gay people. Uh, it's we true. need those straight people. It yeah. is important. That's our primary function <laughs> <laughs> as a demographic. That's all. That's all. Uh, That's all. We've all seen The Matrix. We know how it really uh, yeah, happens. Yeah, exactly. We That's know. That's what it is. Oh, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who said that? Was that Sergey? Uh, no, no, that was Jonathan. Is... Whenever something funny oh, okay. is said, just know it's Jonathan. Well, <laughs> all right. Sergey, I love your name so much. Oh, it thank you. It sounds like... Sir Mix-a-Lot, right. like European. <laughs> European Sir Mix-a-Lot. Yes. That I, I've never... That's what it is. And it's got gay in it, so that's really cool. There you cool, go. You I know. know. Yeah. Fantastic. I, I, it's full title and full name. There I you know. go. I know. Someone yeah. just knighted you as it, the best gay ever. They Sir did, gay. and you don't want to know how they did that. That's no. inappropriate for the airfare. <laughs> Airtime. Um, totally. <laughs> hey, guys, we had a question. How did you come up with the uh, ideas for this show, and how did it all, you know, come together and, and hear TV, hear TV get involved, in the whole process. <laughs> oh, my God. Origin story. Yeah, yes. Origin story. Story. Origin story. Well, um, the first. <laughs> my, my partner, uh, Paul Collishman, is the uh, CEO of Pure Media. He owns the Advocate, Out, Pride.com, oh, nice. um, you know, just pretty much all the gay media, Hear TV. Sure. Uh, he and I were having a game night at our home, and uh, we have a lot of straight couple friends as well. And we were playing opposite a straight couple. And we thought, "Oh my God, you guys are just like us. You have your own, you know, kind of um, undefinable couple speak. You know, you you you're communicating, and we can't see it, but only you know it." So we thought, wouldn't it be interesting to take that type of element and splash it into um, a, a show? where we could really get into other couples, couple speak. And um, I brought on board uh, Terry Ray, who's an incredible writer. He's the co-creator, along with Paul, myself, and Terry. He uh, developed and starred from here, in, from here on Out, which is on Here TV. And he's uh, very tall. He's yeah. a super accomplished man. <laughs> yeah. I think it's no. important that everyone know Terry's tall. Absolutely. <laughs> and, and if you remember from here on out, we had Emmy-winning Juliette Mills mm-hmm. in that sitcom, and it did really well for us. So the three of us um, got together and uh, created this game show and said, hmm, we need a gorgeous, intelligent woman to be a part of this show and that's where we got olivia right? it's true i hadn't even been born yet at this point <laughs> a long time ago i only recently um graduated from elementary school and then they just plucked me from my village and were like here have a show share yeah. right? your talent do it and it's, it's fun. It's it's fun because you know we have the straight couple, we have the gay couple, and then Olivia and I are kind of uh, kind of the third couple there. That's the third right. relationship that's on we the are. show. Yeah. We are the our intensity is off putting. Everyone, <laughs> we're the constant. Whereas uh, we get to expose these couples and make right. them say things that um, yeah. Uh, yeah. We're sort of like both the mother and the father right. and like the ringleader in Eyes Wide Shut. Like oh, we have a dual yeah, purpose. Yeah. It's yeah. very dark and yet familial and welcoming. I can't even <laughs> put my finger on it. I, it's amazing. And you push them to drink. 
So oh, you know. my. Yeah. yes, that's very important. I learned that while I was at Stanford that right. people show that you love each other by cheering right. them on it's in their true. alcohol consumption. Yeah. But when we look at the show as an overall, and, and we never ever hit this, but the takeaway from the show is, oh my God, all couples are alike. Yes. And in in the, you know, since marriage equality, thank God, is the law of our land now. Yeah. Um, if anybody Ooh. if anybody doesn't know a gay couple, maybe in the flyover states or whatever, when they sit and and watch it on here TV or, or yeah. Amazon Prime or Hulu, the, the, the takeaway is, oh my God, honey, those 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 gays, those those lesbians, yeah. they're just like us. You know, they have yes. their own couple speak. And that is the top and the bottom in every relationship. In every relationship. Gay, by whatever, it doesn't matter. Oh, I love that. That's, That's awesome. my favorite. No, and this is the thing. I'm So I'm watching episodes of the show, and I will tell you, that was what I was thinking, too. I'm like, yeah, look, right. there it is. Totally. Yeah. It's all crazy. Yep. Everybody's got their, yeah. got their things. And I want to say, my favorite, the other thing about your show is, and I've only seen a few of them, so I have to, I believe this happens probably. Oh, yeah, you binge watch all six of them. I know, are I know right? <laughs> well, here's the thing. You guys also get to, to be parts of some awkward moments. Which I'm glad that even oh, one of your segments is uh, is called super awkward, because so in episode one we find out that one of the couples has not had sex, even though in one of the segments one of the couples answered a sex question, and it was that yes. super awkward All moment. And I'm God's like, oh, that is real. That yeah. is real. Right? They were there. lying. You know, she yes. said. She hasn't had sex, but she, you know, needs her dildo after yes! five yeah, days. Right, yeah. where her <laughs> yes, partner's out there. Five <laughs> days is her lonely mark. Uh, yeah. <laughs> as Olivia pointed out on oh, the show, gosh. I have to tell you, those moments yeah. alone are worth every minute. Oh, yes. yeah, yeah. The realization <laughs> totally. too it's is like the only oh, true reality television that yeah. exists. Well, <laughs> and, and you're so right because that's why we did title that round that super awkward because yes. it is super <laughs> awkward. You know, it is. They're, they're, and and sometimes because. Because Olivia and I are literally improving comedy uh, out of the yeah. folks that are, you know, you can't write this stuff that the couples are exposing to us. No. Yeah. You know, right. at one point I know no. there was a straight couple that said that their sex life was was actually being destroyed by their baby. Yes. And I just said, well, then kill the baby. I, re- I mean, it I, was horrible. <laughs> that, yeah, that was a horrible moment. So I, Everyone was really upset about I had it. Written that, I had written I, that moment down, too, because I'm like, oh, that was good. That was <laughs> I know, but then, then when we're looking and, and putting together the show, it's like, you know what? We can't censor ourselves right? because that's where the comedy comes from. It's reality. From, you know? It is like sitting in your living room with your friends and the craziest things come out of your mouth that you want to pay them never to repeat. But guess what? <laughs> yeah. They're going to tell all of their True. friends on Monday morning. So, yeah. That's exactly it. So yeah. to, the, to the super, you know, you have these segments, super awkward, couple speak, and of course, street walking, which I love that segment. It's so great. Uh-huh. How oh, and Olivia is so good at it. Yes. Oh, my gosh, she is. <laughs> it's it comes so naturally to her. Yeah. I'm a woman of the people. I yeah. have the common touch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and people will tell you things that you maybe never wanted to know, but they're going to no. tell you anyways. Where First of all, where do the ideas for these segments come from? And do you have new segments you plan to roll in as the series progresses? Well, oh. Yeah, I mean, it's it's always a fluid situation, but we pretty much like what we're doing now because it is eliciting such such great humor right. amongst these couples. Uh, who knows what will happen? I might just take the mic and run in a direction, and then we'll have a new segment. <laughs> right? Um, it be as underground railway of truth yeah. or something. I don't know. They just 
they bubble up these yeah. ideas. Yeah. Or, yeah. or maybe, Olivia, you actually will get picked up on the street, you know? Maybe I <laughs> hey, will. We'll just keep the cameras happen. rolling. Yeah. 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 See what happens. You know, I'd see Rob Kardashian tomorrow, and it, was, it would be a whole thing. Right? And they you know, get an interesting element is when you speak about what, what the future. Uh, a couple of these couples, you know, after the kiss-off and a, a, mm-hmm. after, you know, getting in touch with their intimate side and, and the communication that comes from the show, a couple of these couples came to us and said, you know what? This show reignited our relationship. Right. Yeah, oh, wow. that was real. That was really sweet. Whoa. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 It's true. I just kept thinking if I went on with my significant other and I found out they actually did listen to me when I feel like they do, I would feel like so endeared to them. Okay, Jonathan, right. oh, yes. Jonathan I'm going to stop you right there. It's hard not to because you're just all over the place. I am. Yeah, just, no, I'm, yeah. I'm kidding. <laughs> Everywhere. <laughs> But then, then we thought, well, well, mod couples behind the scenes, the real mod oh, yes. couples, yeah. the real couples. Then we thought there would uh, be another great idea would be mod couples and bring together exes, ex couples. Yeah. Wow, true. The couples That's that dangerous. we personally destroyed yeah. by revealing their weaknesses. <laughs> okay, structurally, how? Huh? And then we thought the kiss off might be very interesting with exes <laughs> kissing each other. Oh wow, that <laughs> is a would whole be awful. It'd yeah, be hate other show. You're going to need the TSA there. That's 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 all <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say. Get out wow. of control. So you on your show have had some celebrities on, uh, such as uh, Frank DeCaro, radio personality Scott Turner Schofield. Um, what are what are some of your celebrity guest goals? Who are you goaling? Melania and Donald Trump. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yes. God. That's I, comedy I feel gold. Like he would call her the wrong name at some point. <laughs> <laughs> and we oh, would find boy. out that he doesn't really remember her and name until someone says it. Yeah. It'd be wonderful, <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, I think as the show catches fire, I mean, I think uh, the world will, will there will be no limit because people. Will I also feel like an authoritative enough lesbian could take Melania away. You know, like <laughs> yes. I don't know that she's a sexual being at all. I don't <laughs> think she cares, but I think like she just is kind of a power person, and I would love mm-hmm. to watch that happen. That would be. We're a... still talking about Melania and Donald Trump, right? I'm gonna yes, <laughs> right. And I think I need we need to see that. That happen on your show. I think that would. Be oh nice. yeah, Melania, call me. I want you guys to get Sean Hayes and his man on there. I just, I know both of them. I know See, Sean and Scott. I'm and, just going to throw uh, that actually, at Actually, uh, that's certainly interesting. Uh, uh, Jesse and Justin, uh, oh, yeah. friends of mine. Uh, you know, there's, there are people out there. See? You know. Yeah. It is fun to see how, and it's also fun to see that celebrity couples are also just like. Uh, us oh, regular yeah, yeah. everyday people couples, right. and it's like, oh, I got it now. They have the yeah, exactly same thing, same exact yeah. thing. Yeah, same. You can't escape it. You can't no. escape your humanity. No. So, yeah. so tell us, how do you go about finding the couples that you bring on that aren't celebrity couples? Well, uh, we it's just we like go any into the world yeah. with tranquilizer guns. <laughs> just try to blanket an area and then drag the most interesting looking people back. Love- and can we embarrass you on camera? Right. You know? Can right. we do that? Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, it's just like any other game show. We um, have an interview process, mm-hmm. and we look for people who really kind of have a story to tell. And, and, you know, it's interesting. Some couples come in, and they're like struggling actors, and they're not really 
in, in a couple. And you, can, <laughs> you, you know that in an instant yeah. when you're sitting there in the interviews. It's like, you guys don't even know each other. You, know? <laughs> right, you just, right. just want to come on our game show and right. whatever. So. But the ones that do, hmm, mm. you know. So yeah, we're, you know. we'll be uh, in your audition process soon. That's, we're going to be right point. over. <laughs> yeah, please do. We're We'd love to have right you down. on. Yeah. Do it. it. Uh, right? <laughs> but then we would have too much fun and just it would just be... Yeah. Well, no such thing as too much fun. No. Now, let's There's talk, not. There isn't. There's let's, not. Let's talk this about... This show is built without a lid on fun. Yeah. <laughs> also, too, also, too, as you know, you have to dance on our show, too, which I think is a wonderful element. Yes, to, I agree. To, I love to get, get people up dancing together yeah. who are yeah. uh, not your partner, you yes. know, and yet you're forced to dance with each other and while you drink. I mean... How I know. awkward is yeah, it? I love. Sergey and I Good. have been known to dance with strangers at festivals because yeah. no one else was dancing. Yeah. So, so it's a thing. The, it's a thing. Ooh, festival dancing. Festival that's dancing. We, need. we yeah. need more of that. Yeah, <laughs> it is because that's not painful. Oh, <laughs> gosh. Uh, so let's talk about the backgrounds for both of you. What what got you here and what contributed to your success that is, you know, that, that you get to have being hosts on was, the Mod Couples? As I mentioned, I was just very recently born. Right, <laughs> right. Yeah, so that I was a success. immediately right. I had... A talent for talking with people. Yeah. So I started to do that, and I got into stand-up. And then I met David, and they were like, come along with us All right. on this journey of love and sunshine and rainbows when I did it. Right. And you're, you're an actress, and you have some Hollywood royalty behind you, too. Oh, well. I guess, I guess sort of. I guess you could say that. Who I don't is... know. I don't know. I think... <laughs> I, I think I want to go with, I'm just like living on just a amazing. rainbow, but so I guess I'm a person. Who's to say? I'm right. an abstract thinker. Uh, and <laughs> Olivia, let's just tell you that Sergey and I might have watched News for Children all morning. Oh! You did it. Yes. it's Oh my god, I love News for Children. Oh, it is beautifully <laughs> wrong. <laughs> Please explain to the little kid what happened when when we came over and took the land from Native Americans. Yes. And then you're like, that's right, you should be crying. Yeah. Correct response. Oh my god. So, so yes, yeah. so uh, yeah. yeah. It, our morning was good. Like, our morning was good. It, it was. It, it was all full of mod couple uh, uh shows and, and then uh, News for Children. News for children. Right. How did we not have a good yeah. show? It's yeah. well, there you go. And you, and you didn't. My dream is that that is played for children somewhere in a yeah. classroom, and then like, the yeah. teacher is scrambling to stop it, and everyone's upset. Brilliant. Like Brilliant. that's what I think I was put on earth to do. No, <laughs> wait a minute, guys. You didn't screen my first film, Slumber Party I, Massacre. I which, saw that. I, I, that. I did for Roger Corman. It also <laughs> got some sequels out of that as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which yeah. sounds like gold, but he thinks the world of you. Well, it's interesting, yeah. I mean, uh, uh, I, you know, I, uh, my partner um, won, uh, Paul Kalsman won the Academy Award for Departure's Best Worn Film from Japan in '09, mm. and also in '99 for Gods and Monsters. And he's just, he's he's this wonderkin. But um, anyway, we were at the Academy Awards, and 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 I was going over to Roger, thinking that he was going to. You know, say, uh, who, who are you, please? Why are you disturbing me? I <laughs> right, went over to this table right. and said, I was about to say, uh, Roger, David, he goes, David, he looks up, he says, David Milburn, Slumber Party Massacre. <laughs> he said, do you know what? And I was 15 when I did that. So he said, do you know what my number one film is on my video um, uh, platform sales is? Is your film, Slumber Party. <laughs> it's like I was blown away right. you know, by this man. He's 83 years old, or was at that time. This is uh, a couple of years ago, and and he's still going, man. He still yeah. has his deals, and 
And uh, but anyway, so I I started as an actor, you know, pretty young, uh, doing commercials and things, and and speed ahead with Lifetime movies and sci-fi mm-hmm. movies and ABC Family movies. Uh, um, I kind of got into the pr- producing thing because I produced a um, a charity event called uh, Ribbon of Hope mm-hmm. in conjunction with the Television Academy, and we got an Emmy nomination. I got an Emmy nomination for it, so I said, well, maybe I'm an I'm a producer as well. Right, I became a hyphenate. And uh, I produced a film called The Nurse. I, I produced a film that you guys may know of, Hush Up, Sweet Charlotte. Oh, I'm so excited. Mark. I can't handle it. I want to see that movie so bad. Barlow Jean <laughs> Merman, Mink Stoll, yeah. and did the festival circuit. And it's now available uh, pretty much everywhere on yeah. their TV starting June 3rd and uh, Comcast. Um, but anyway, so, so then, you know, this game show I did literally came up in... Uh, in, in my own personal life, in, in living in, a, in our living room. And then the fact that we got to bring Olivia on board, I mean, she just knocks it home. I mean, she makes me seem the, funny. I the think. two of Thank you are you. a really good team on that Thank show. It. We're it is very a lot of fun. The chemistry for real. No, it I is. So I think so, too. It is, and, and we've had reviews and, and people have commented, it's like, you guys are the third couple, and and that's pretty cool. I'm very honored. In a past life, we were like Australian <laughs> orphans running around <laughs> who like died of the gout, but had showbiz dreams. And now here we are. You that is real. the perfect movie synopsis. There, you guys. That's your there, next that's big a, thing. Yeah. Do that movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. David oh, has some. Some pretty heavy-duty uh, acting uh, studies under him. I read that part. And you produce, so the two of you are set. Just go. Yeah. 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 Picking it off. Yeah. Well, That's and it. it's interesting. This show, too, is really uh, uh, hit. We premiered on uh, Hulu uh, on March 5th. Mm-hmm. And the next day, we were part of their 10 top most, um, oh, most popular shows. You well, know, they have that list every day. Right. And since that time, I mean, literally overnight... We premiered, and the next day we were uh, 10 top most popular on Hulu. Wow. And we've hit that barometer yeah. 22 times now since, um, since our, our debut. Ooh, that is so, amazing. And you bring up a good point that I want to make sure our listeners know. Where can people go to see this fun show? Well, you can go to heartv.com, and um, uh, that's our premium service. Or you can go to... Um, which HearTV.com will send you to all the uh, uh, major cable systems that that we are carried on. And also uh, Amazon Prime, Mm -hmm. or if you want to see it for free, you can go to Hulu.com slash mod, M-O-D-D. Yes. M-O-D-D, remember the two Ds. uh, Hulu.com slash mod, Mm M-O-D-D. We made it weird. Mod two Ds <laughs> because we wanted to make it seem odd or because of my bra size. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's why. See, I didn't know you, you wanted to reveal that, Olivia. I mean, I think it's pretty obvious. <laughs> right. Wow. <laughs> I think folks will really remember that now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, 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 yeah. I'm never going to make it easy on people. Yeah. <laughs> you said you wanted to keep it weird, and I t- I tell Sergey all the time, why do you always got to make it weird? Why? Yeah. Why is that a thing? 
Hey, so that's, I understand. That's completely. the only way to go sometimes. <laughs> I love the it. The only way. That's the only way. Well, thank you guys so much for taking time out of your Sunday, uh, blessing us with your laughter and oh, joy. Oh, we love laughter. Love it. And we're going to be putting up um, all of the ways people can go see and find out more about the show Mod Couples um, on our website and sending everybody your way. First of all, you two are a riot. Oh, my God. And we'll thank take any God. morning. And you guys are really messy, you know? I love that. <laughs> we but, are. We are. Ew, now, get messy. it right, though. We are hot mm-hmm. and messy. Hot and hot messy. That's right. And messy. And on Sunday. It. So yes. right. figure that one out. <laughs> I know. Thank you both so much. We hope you have an amazing day. And we're going to go watch a lot more Mod Couples. Thank you, Sergey. Thank, thank you, Jonathan. Thank you. Thank you. Bye, Bye. <laughs> Bye, Olivia and Dave. And if you if you tuned in at the last part of it, those were uh, two of the hosts of the new Here TV Couples Game Show. Yeah, Mod Couples. First of all, so much fun. That was that was that was real fun. You've you've people out there have listened to us interview people for about three years now. That was so crazy. I loved it. I'm just gonna say that was one of the most enjoyable, fun, energy wise. You know, it was great. That was so much energy. First of all, I love that they were just playing a game. Yeah. Him and his husband yeah. playing a game at their home, yeah. and they're like, "You know what we should do? We should film this. Yeah, and make it into a game show. <laughs> that happens to me all the time. Something happens. I'm like, we should film this. It's, Actually, it it's does. It's an inappropriate You're, time most of the time. But, y- yeah, you know. You know. <laughs> but that's how you live your life. You just want to yeah. do something, film it, or put it on the air. So I know. There's that. Okay, so we are going to listen to a song now. And here I go. One of our listeners said that I apparently announced songs like, I've never heard them before. Um, <laughs> and Which I was confirmed by both listener, Jonathan and Houston. So true. So, so true. I, <clears throat> You're always so surprised. <laughs> I'm shocked. It's a song. All right, so we're going to listen to I Like It by Enrique Iglesias. You are back with KYRS Medical Lake Spokane, 88.1 and 92.3 FM, and this is Outspoken. This is Outspoken. We've been having, first of all, a really fun show. It's been all about couples and relationships with a sex therapist in the first hour, our very own Dr. Sex himself, Damon L. Jacobs. And then we talked to hosts of the new Here TV game show called Mod Couples, which is a lot of fun, and then we had 10 times more fun just talking to them. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a fun show. You guys all should go check it out. Do it. David Milburn, Olivia yeah. Harewood, and then go check out Olivia Harewood's website and watch News for Children because it's so hilarious. Yes. She's a, she's a right. News for Children we is something we enjoy. I, I hope yeah. she makes more of those. I don't know I when do she too. made those, but I, I want more. She's a funny lady. There's a demand. You are always going to be her Sir Mix-a-Lot. Sir Mix-a-Lot. I like that. I, know. I, I, I do don't you know. like big butts? I do. Now, don't lie. I cannot. <laughs> Wow. I can't right. believe did you, you just did that. you love how that happened? You know, we're going to put... seamless. We're going to put Houston on the line to mix it up a little bit because... Houston. Um, like, because we never he, let him talk. Because we never let him we talk. Don't. You said you <laughs> have <laughs> stuff going on. I have I things going on? You have Apparently. things going on. Yeah. Talk to you us about those You do stuff outside of us? Uh, that's crazy. I yeah. do things. Yeah. You do. What do you do? One thing I do is I make a vlog. Oh, You do make a vlog. Sergey did your intro this morning. Yes. I did. Mm-hmm. We've been filming in here. And so if you just go to YouTube and then you type in my name, Houston Tilly, Do you it. can find it. And T-I-L-L-E-Y. Do it. Because first of all, Houston's been with us longer than any other intern we've ever had. Houston's been with us almost a year. Yes. Yeah. So it's June is our year. So we're almost at a year. Look at that. And so you go and do cool things when you're not here. You have a radio show down in Pullman that you did over the year. And you have this vlog that you've been doing. How many vlogs have you done now? I'm at eight. I'm filming number nine today. And for those that don't know, it's a video. 
Blog. Blog. Yeah, but who doesn't know? So listen, <laughs> I, don't I know. know that you um, are a millennial. <clears throat> People can see Some behind the scenes <laughs> in here. Yeah, too. and it's pretty yeah. exciting because you get to see behind. They're entertaining. They are. Houston's you get to see very entertaining. behind you. Houston's life, behind those hazel eyes. Um, just Ooh, kidding. You Kelly. have blue. <laughs> I know. Right. I I just want I just wanted to quote. Kelly Clarkson, okay? Right. Oh, okay. Give me a break. Once a um, and It's a gay contract. Exactly. You do have to. Um, and you get to see the studio, which is fun. Yep. Houston, what else do you have going on? I also have another thing. Do you guys like plants? I plants? love plants. I love plants. I actually do. Well, yeah, guess what? <laughs> yeah, you do. Uh, <laughs> There's a script here. I love that he has a whole script. Guess what? <laughs> what, Houston? <laughs> There's... We have a park called Manito Park. We do. Oh, it's beautiful. And yeah. they do a plant sale twice a year. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. And I am fortunate or unfortunate enough to <laughs> get to take inventory of every single plant. Okay. That, that's and rough. if you've ever that been to Manito, that greenhouse there has eight a bazillion. A lot of plants. Yes. Yeah. And have you ever done inventory anywhere? It's the worst Which thing Which is ever. the worst. Yes. It's like an I'm sorry. I'm I not, hate I, it. I'm actually so sorry for you. Um. So, but the first plant sale is coming up June 11th. Ooh. And uh, so if you want to go buy plants and even see, I will be there the whole time. Oh, you can okay. see Houston Tilly, you the can vlog say hi. star. Yeah. The vlog star. of the century. I'll probably be vlogging. Yeah. Perfect. There you go. Um, but yeah, if you want to go up there and buy some plants, it goes from 8 to 3, June 11th. Nice. Good I pricing. Lots of plants, many cool. to choose from. I feel like you could get, if you're in that anywhere near, I've been to that greenhouse, you can get some crazy plant. You can. Like the Audrey yeah. 2 from yeah from um, uh, Little Shop of Horrors. You yeah, can buy e- one of exactly. Your own. You can buy one of your own. <laughs> There's a lot of crazy plants in that greenhouse. The Egyptian and... lion eater plant. That yep. thing's awesome. Yep. You get some giant not Venus fly traps. <laughs> right. right. bigger than your face. Eats, I know. Eat you your face. throw a steak in there, call it good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they have that. Um, That's really cool, Houston, though. Yeah. You're, you're um, promising as a lot, long so as we're As long <laughs> as we're going about blogging no um, what's the word <laughs> plugging plugging Plug- i want to okay. remind everybody and you can go to our facebook page to see it my new article has come out in um bear world magazine yes it's called this thing called sex so it's entertaining if i do say so myself and i have been getting letters from people saying oh, i thought i was the only one that awkward now that's really <laughs> cool that someone else is as awkward. And if it's going to happen hey, awkwardly, it's going to You know be what? Yeah. So check that out. Also, oh. our very own Spoken Knight himself, John Brennan, uh, posed for all of our pictures that I needed done for it. Mm-hmm. So if you want to go see John shirtless, that's J- when Not you only can do shirtless, it right but he's a shirtless doctor, he which is. is, if that's not a fantasy of yours, then right? I don't then know. I you have don't know what's wrong with you. have no fantasy. Gonna, yeah. Right? You go. None. We're going to call up Zero. Damon and find out why. Yeah. But yeah, so go look at that. That's a... That's fun. So now you can go to a plant sale, yeah. and, you're, yep. and at wa- you're watering the plants. You need to rela- relax. You can watch Houston Tilly's vlog. Okay. Yes. And then, oh, now you need to rest from all that fun laughing, and then you're going to read my article. And read your about article. Sex. Okay. And there then just forget about Sergey because he has nothing going on nothing? in his life. Except, I feel like that yeah, can't no. be right. <laughs> no. Uh, just not this week. I don't have anything to plug, say, to plug yeah. this week. There'll, there'll yeah. be more coming. There don't will worry. be. There are things you know, in the works. What I just realized is Houston's one year anniversary with us, uh, working with Outspoken. That means we're going to have to do something. We are. And <laughs> that is. I think we oh are. Oh my gosh. We need to invade Houston's home. Oh, so we invite him. <laughs> oh, we, do, we come over to his house for an anniversary. Okay. We did this last <laughs> <All right>. year <laughs> in August, and it was a lot of fun. Oh, gosh. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, you oh. did it right before I left. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, we were that, like, that was good fun. riddance. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Bye, Houston. Well, Thanks for your house. <laughs> I know. Do you know what? We should mention to people why they are going to want to tune in next week. You are not going to want to miss next week's show. Okay. So we have, as Kurt loves to call her, Lettuce Tulsi. Lettuce Tulsi. Who is actually Latrice Royale, <laughs> the the amazing from RuPaul's Drag Race, of and course. And she, if you know her, she is Oh, she's gorgeous. Fantastic. She's coming out with a new album. So we're yes. going to talk to her a little bit so, about that. And it's a powerhouse show. Because oh, yeah, not is. only do we have Latrice, who is her own powerhouse, but then we have the one, the only Jane Lynch. Jane on Lynch, she's coming to Seattle yeah. to do her uh, cabaret show, mm-hmm. See Jane Sing, and of course she's still doing Hollywood Game Night. Yeah, and uh, she has agreed, for lack of yeah. better judgment, to be on our show. So, so we're really excited to talk so to her. Basically, next show is going to be pretty amazing, right? Um, you know what we're going to do right now, though? We're going to announce a song. Like I don't know what it is, and play it. <laughs> Um, and this is going to be Don't Stop Me Now by Queen. You are back with KYRS, Medical Lake Spokane, 88.1 and 92.3 FM. And this is Outspoken. And for the record, I do know who Queen is. And I have oh, heard the song fun. before. I know. That was actually when we saw the lineup because Houston is so great and he helps us out with music. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh, I love this song. Yeah, this one, this one, this one. It was between yeah. uh, this and another Queen song. Which one, which one did you want to play? Um, hold on. Yeah, okay. Well, exactly. It doesn't matter because this was it the matters. better one. It does not matter. I can almost think, but yeah. I don't you, Yeah. <laughs> but I can't. Anyways, this has been a lot of fun today. We are just winding down. Should we should we talk about anything serious? You know, I think medium serious. Uh, okay. Today is Harvey Milk Day. It, it is. Uh, happy birthday to Harvey Milk. He would have been 86 today. Right. Uh, and happy Harvey Milk Day. I think yep. that's pretty awesome. There it's was very awesome, very influential, oh my especially gosh, for yeah. those of us in the LGBT community. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you haven't seen the movie, I own it. You oh, should see it. yeah. It's mm-hmm. a very important film. Uh, everyone should see, especially, especially um, young people who don't know about Harvey Milk. Because um, I know there's you. a lot of people who We don't. are coming up to Pride Month yeah. in June. We talk about it every there year. There you go. Yeah. Every year we talk about how too much of our history is being forgotten, not by... Uh, uh, like those of us who mm-hmm. lived it, but by a lot of the new ones coming up, don't even bother to understand why yeah. we celebrate Pride. It's more than a party. Hey, we've earned the party. The party's let's fun. Have fun. Let's dance. Let's mm-hmm. celebrate. But let's remember why we have the right to dance and exactly. Celebrate and I think Harvey. And I think that movie is very specifically a Pride movie that should be always oh, watched right? and played at Pride. So I agree. Go ahead and do that. And there's actually a little article uh, on a, on on this blog. I like to. Um, I like to frequent, and it says ten things about 2016 that Harvey Milk would have been proud of. Oh, so we're just gonna—I'm just gonna me. talk about them. Uh, marriage legalized in Colombia—that's pretty awesome. Right. Um, that the fact that Charlotte passed non-discrimination ord- ordinance—that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. National outrage over North Carolina is pretty awesome. Ha ha. The world's first endowed academic chair of trans. Gender studies. That's pretty cool. That's in wonderful. University of Victoria in British Columbia, there's now an academic cha- uh, chair of transgender studies. So that's, that's great. Amazing. Salt Lake City has this first openly gay mayor, which if you which is know anything about Salt Lake City, Mormon that's amazing. Capital of the world. Exactly. Italia, uh, Italia, Estonia, and it- Italy dragged their feet towards marriage equality. Actually, Italy now is officially yep. uh, same-sex marriage country as well. 
Uh, Montana bans discrimination sometimes, which is nice. Uh, Greenland <laughs> sometimes on legal- Tuesdays. <laughs> on Tuesdays. Uh, Greenland legalizes same-sex marriage. Canada's ceremonial first kiss goes gay. And the first trans pride flag is flown at the uh, City Hall in Santa Clara County. See, and I think that's amazing. There's a lot of talk going on now about mm-hmm. trans rights. That's, Actually, if you watch our Twitter yeah. all week, you're going to see some memes we have about the ridiculousness of this conversation yes. over bathrooms. Oh, my um, gosh. Which is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, this is a big time. North Carolina, I love the backlash. I was having a conversation with a trans mm-hmm. friend of mine yeah. about that backlash um, and how even though you know they passed an ugly law, it is nice to see the backlash and the celebrities, the the corporations Mm -hmm. uh, stepping up. And one of, you know, Target's been taking quite a beating, I guess, in their stocks because they did it, but they they haven't backed down. Mm -hmm. Not at all. They're continuing to stand up and support the trans Mm -hmm. and the LGBT people of North Carolina. And we need to do that. We need to stand together. Yeah. And I think that's amazing. So that's exactly Mm -hmm. why we, in our, in, in our way of supporting the trans community, decide to do it through humor and, uh, post on, on Twitter memes. So if you, if you're not following us, please do. It's out at outspokesman. Uh, there's more than one of us. So we make it plural and follow us on Facebook as well. Now is our pride this year. Is it June 11th in Spokane? Uh, yes, it's, it's the Saturday. It's either June 11th or June 12th. I don't remember. I think it is um, June Saturday's 11th. Saturday's June 11th. Yep, so I want to say, I know it's coming, but one of our listeners reminded me that Pride is coming up June 11th. That is not that far no, away. It's so right here, get on out right there right and the enjoy. Corner. I know a lot of people wanted us to have a booth. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't believe we will have a booth this year, but we always end up on a stage somewhere. Exactly. And you know, we're more of the go around, talk around kind of guys. Yeah, you we know? like to talk like, to yeah, people. We're, we're, <laughs> we're, the, we're the people of the people. We we are. There we you are. go. I mean, that's Very good street because savvy. it helps you, you know, with your constituents as you get older and you're going to be president. Remember, we're oh, always well, working on your right. campaign. Sergey for president. Um, <laughs> however long. Sir Mix-a-Lot. Right. Sir Mix-a-Lot. Sir Mix-a-Lot. All right. Sir Mix-a-Lot Sir for Mix-a-Lot president. Sir Mix-a-Lot for president. Um, so anyway, so yeah. So Pride is coming up really mm-hmm. quick. Uh, Portland Pride, Seattle Pride. Uh, uh, they're not having a Tri-Cities Pride this year. Uh, not this year. Unfortunately, we did... Uh, host it last year for them and that Mm -hmm. was a lot of fun but anyways remember and uh, my challenge to everybody listening is figure out one historical thing about the lgbt community that you don't know anything about Mm -hmm. and know it yeah look it up find a reason to understand the history and then go celebrate that as part of your your pride celebration and there's plenty out there in terms of books and shows and movies i mean about harvey milk stonewall there's i mean even even seattle's uh uh, Cal Anderson, like there's a lot out there about these things. So go learn. Do it, do it, do it. And so remember, next yeah. week we have Lettuce Tulsi, a.k.a. Latrice Royale, because Kurt can't remember her name. So he told us that we had on Lettuce Tulsi. Lettuce we Tulsi. were not sufficiently excited because I have no idea who that is. And then through Kurt speak, we were able to figure yeah. out. It's Latrice Royale. That Latrice let us, Royale will let be us on. Tulsi seems like a C Squad level drag C queen. C at just uh, yeah just low, at the low, most low. yeah like uh, she's got bullet wounds and yeah, I mean she exactly. just looks tore up. She's got she five o'clock shadow. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. she her makeup is just she's, she's like she's never done beard. it before. Yeah, her so. eyelashes are on crooked. I and mean, you know what? Maybe when we do a drag debut, that's that's what we'll be. We'll be Lettuce Tulsi <laughs> We will be together. Lettuce Tulsi, yeah. The train Tulsi, the And trains. then, of course, remember the the guest of honor for next week's show, Jane Lynch herself. It is going to be one fun-packed show. So mm-hmm. make sure you to join us next week. That's May 29th for, for that show. 
Until then, we're just going to go be awesome. You should be too. See you then.